Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus with Mark Braybrook. Saturday morning rolls around. This is the last one of the year because today is grand final day. It's finally arrived. The third-placed Redcliffe Dolphins take on the fourth-placed North Devils in the Host Plus Cup grand final from 3.15 this afternoon. You'll hear that match here on SEN with myself, Nathan Cross and Ryan Hanson. The Dolphins too good for Burley in the second game on Saturday afternoon and the Devils got over the Sunshine Coast. So teams one and two at the end of the regular season find themselves beaten and we've got the Dolphins taking on the Devils at Morton Daly Stadium in what should be a cracking game. And as he does each and every week uh, throughout the year on the Host Plus Cup show, Dave Maiden from the QRL joins me. And Dave, good morning to you. Grand final day. There's always a, an extra different buzz in the air, isn't there? Oh, good morning, Mark. Yes, there certainly is. This is our favourite day of the year. Um, you know, it's a, it's a culmination of 10 months hard blood, sweat and tears that started last November for all these teams. So fantastic effort from everybody to get where they are. We've got some cracking day, uh, games of footy here today and, and really looking forward to it. This is this is uh, you know this is what we all work hard for. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Well, last weekend when we spoke, you were going to Bishop Park first of all to see Norse and Sunny Coast, then making the trip to uh, Redcliffe to Morton Daly Stadium. I didn't get to see you at the ground at, Mo- at Redcliffe on Saturday afternoon. Did you get there in time to see how much of it? No, I was definitely there, but I may have had to call in, uh, tune into the first ten minutes on if you had to listen to you guys to call it call it so uh, no actually I, I did get there it was a great day of footy actually you know with, with both the Hastings during Colts games and both the Hastings plus cup games so I enjoyed them at, sitting on the hill at Bishop Park and then doing the same at, at Redcliffe so uh, it, it was a quality game a quality day of footy and, and, and you know we've got the, the best performed teams from last Saturday uh, are now for playing this weekend and and it's going to be some cracking games. I can't pick a winner either. Yeah, I think it's also, too, looking at the Host Boss Cup, the best-performed teams at the back end of the season. Um, Redcliffe started with five losses in their first six. Norse had that slump in the middle of the year where they were down on troops, but they've they've rallied Norse and Redcliffe to finish the season as the two form teams, and that's why they're in the grand final. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they were probably contrasting games last weekend. You know, North defended really well against Sunny Coast, and and, and defence wins finals. Um, you know, so that's 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 bodes well for them this weekend. Um, and then on the same token, Redcliffe had dangers across the park, and 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 really, uh, you know, stuck it to Burley across the park there. And, and they've got a great line speed. They're, they're solid contacts, and and really good across the park. So. It's going to be exceptional, you know, in terms of statistics. Redcliffe probably have the edge playing out there at, the, at Morton Daly Stadium over North, but um, North certainly defended well last weekend, and, and that's what wins the grand finals. Yeah, I was uh, speaking to Michael Crutcher earlier in the week, who's um, on the committee and uh, very heavily involved with North. He made that point as well, that the key for them in the last few weeks has, their, has been their defence. They've limited uh, teams burly uh, in that, first semi-final uh, to not many points and, and shut it, not shutting out, but certainly limiting the Sunshine Coast who can score plenty of points as well to um, a reasonable target. And, and that is a key at this time of year, isn't it? To be able to keep teams 
um, contained and, and not have too many to chase. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a vital component this time, you know, when when times are tough and things don't go well, because that's what happens in grand finals, you know, there's a lot of lot of desperation there. So if your attack's not quite gelling, it's, it's you fall back to the basics of defence and you defend your castle, you go okay. And, and that's exactly what North did last week. Yeah, I look at um, both sides and having seen Redcliffe firsthand last week, I was only able to get glimpses of North and Sunny Coast. They started slowly, Redcliffe. They were down 10-0. Um, 29 minutes it took before they got their first try and that was when they made an interchange. Liam Hampson came on and gave them some spark out of dummy half and that 10 minutes before half time, and then a try three minutes after half time. So in that 13, 14-minute period, they scored three converted tries at Redcliffe, which just completely turned that game. Um, Burley were well and truly on top. Oh, they were, yeah. The Burley started really well. And, and to their credit, you know, Burley have, Burley have really battled on strongly uh, despite losing a lot of players. They've lost a phenomenal amount of players through injury at the back end of the year. So so for them to be, you know, ahead at uh, you know 20-minute mark was was a credit to them. And deservedly so. They were, they were minor premiers for a reason because they were consistent all year. But but injuries cruel them. And, and um, you know, there's some young guys, there's some young fellas playing some of their first, second, third games in Host Plus Cup last weekend for Burley. So it's a credit to them. Um, they, you know, they're a well, well-run well organisation, run well and, and coached well by Rick Stone. So, um, you know, they always put up a great performance. But Redcliffe, they, they hit their straps. And when they hit their straps, they're very hard to stop. How good are the spines look for these two teams? Look at Redcliffe, Trey Fuller, who's been outstanding at fullback. Then you have Bryce Donovan, a former devil, and Dijan Arce uh, in the halves. And... Uh, Sheldon Pitama will start, and then Leon Hampson comes off the bench for Redcliffe. Up against Jack O'Hearn at fullback for Norths. Tyson Gamble, uh, NRL experience. Tyrone Roberts for Norths. And their hooker, Kieran Mosley, has been around as well. Um, that is a, a pivotal part of the game, isn't it? Oh, look, that's, that's reflected across every level of the game. If you've got a good spine, um, you put yourself in good stead to win the Cup. So that's exactly what both these teams have done. Uh, they're, they're, they're probably lucky that they have a settled spine. You know, you've got guys like Cameron Cullen who, can't, who hasn't been able to make the, the Redcliffe side. Yeah. So that tells you how strong that is, um, you know, in, in terms of what they, they're capable of. But, and they've been consistent. When they're consistent, when you play together regularly, you know each other's combinations, you know the subtle signals, and, and that's, you know, that's what makes the strength of these sides. And you usually find that, that the, the sides that keep their spine together for longest win the competition. And that's probably what we got up here again today. Yeah, and another little side issue, not issue, but certainly it grabs the attention, um, the coaching staff for both clubs. This is their last game and first an opportunity um, to, to win a premiership to say farewell. Scott Murray staying with the Dolphins. He'll, he'll coach the Colts. Uh, of course, Dave Elliott taking over there at North next year. So it's a big day for the coaches as well. Oh, look, it is a fantastic day for the coaches and full credit to them. And interesting little stat about that, apart from the first year of, of the, the Cup or back in 1996. This is the first time ever that first-year coaches are, are going off against each other in the grand final. So, so there's a little tidbit for you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Kevin Neighbour and, and Ben King have really worked hard and, on their combinations. and They've got a, an interesting dynamic there that works really well and, and, and probably, as, as expected, took a while to gel. Um, Scott Murray, again, was, was a different style of coach uh, to what they've had in the past. So it um, took a while for his... his um, methods and ideology to stick, but uh, they, what's happened is sides have both bought into to what they've, these men have brought, and, 
and and we're seeing quality rugby league out of it. So um, look, you know, I, again, can't pick a winner. It's it's quality footy. Uh, I'm really looking forward to. It. I love it. I get excited about this every, <laughs> every year. They're about the grand final. And I can't wait to get out there. And, and watch it. Well, mate, I'll let you go very shortly, but we should also talk about the Hastings Deering Colts. That starts at one fifteen. We've got Townsville taking on Redcliffe, and I saw a little bit of the uh, Redcliffe uh, win over the Central Capras. They started like a house on fire, the Dolphins, but Townsville, very impressive in their win over Wynnum earlier in the day, which you would have seen there at Bishop Park. Yeah, that's right. It was a very impressive win by Townsville down there, and and week one of the finals, they, they played each other and Townsville came away with a fairly convincing win. But uh, Redcliffe didn't have all their players that day. So this is a different ballpark. Yeah. Grand finals are a different beast. And it's how, how you handle the pressure, particularly young men, how they handle the pressure of the, of the situation. And, and, and this looks forward to being a really crackerjack game of rugby league because you know, Redcliffe, both Redcliffe and, and Townsville attacked really well last week. And... Uh, Put on some spectacular tries with some unbelievably um, aware uh, football awareness to actually score the tries. So it's going to be the one that defends the best. Um, you know, it's an old, an old cliche, but the one that defends the best in this age group, they're going to win the title. Mate, should be a cracking day. Appreciate your time. Just before we go, I'm going to play a little bit later in the program. Um, Craig and Ty Inga Britson from the West Panthers. You have said you were going to win them. Last weekend as well, the uh, Panthers winning the BRL A-grade competition. 21 games unbeaten in a season is, is an outstanding effort. Yeah, for sure. I was out there at Wynnum on uh, on Sunday, went and watched that game, and they were impressive across the park, you know. So uh, it's a very good win by the West. Good on you, mate. Enjoy your day. Hope to see you out there, and uh, may the best team win. No worries. Thanks, mate. Talk to you soon. There is Dave Maiden from the QRL, and we should say thank you for all your contribution to the program throughout the year too, Dave, and hopefully I'll get to say that to you personally this afternoon. We'll take a break here on the Host Plus Cup Show. Other side of the break, we'll come back and catch up on the morning of the grand final with the coach of the Redcliffe Dolphins. I speak of Scott Murray. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Yeah, the final show of the year, and of course it is the final show because today is grand final day from 3 o'clock this afternoon, as we mentioned earlier with Dave Maiden, myself, um, Nathan Cross and Ryan Hansen will be on air to bring you all the action from Morton Daly Stadium where the Redcliffe Dolphins are taking on the North Devils. It's third versus fourth, and the coach of the Redcliffe Dolphins has been so generous with his time throughout the season and also today on grand final day. Really appreciate it, Scott Murray. First of all, congratulations on getting your team through to the grand final. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Made the point during the call on Saturday, uh, who would have thought when you were one and five from the outside that you'd be in the grand final? What about from the inside? Uh, yeah, it seems such a long time ago now. Um, but it was, um, yeah, well, we we didn't start off at the season as as we would have probably liked. But um, but yeah, there was no one within within the group and within the in the club that felt as though that we were panicking in any any way. It was just um, yeah, there were just some things we we had to iron out. And I guess um, most teams have sort of gone through periods of the season where perhaps they weren't playing their best football and some it might have been mid-season, some perhaps at the end of the season. Um, we're happy to get that get that out of the way early on. Yeah, I was going to make the point because Norths are similar. They had their bit of a slump 
mid-season. But like yourselves, they've found a bit of form at the back end of the season as well. And built on, I think, their defence. Their defence has really picked up. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and, and, and that, can, that can certainly happen um, throughout the season. And a lot of the time, it has to do with uh, with the players that uh, that you have in the team and um, and the you know the combinations uh, that, that you're able to, to put on the put on the field. So mm. um, yeah, once, once you sort of get a little bit of a settled team, I, I think that helps. Um, but also some confidence in in the way you're going about things. So, yeah, as I said, I think most teams go through it. Take us back to Saturday, that game against uh, Burley. Sort of, you know, I made the point, it sort of summed up your season in some respect in in just one game. Slow start, down 10-0, no panic, um, and then things started to turn around. Uh, It was an impressive performance. What, from a coaching perspective, what pleased you the most? Yeah, probably just that. the, The way we're able to find a way to, to get things happening. Um, yeah, it certainly wasn't the start that we were looking for. And, and like normally we've been pretty good starters. So, um, and I, I don't know, we probably have a think about it and perhaps sometimes having that week, week off and you try and simulate game, game situations as much as you can at training, but it just doesn't make up for that, that game. We're, we're certainly happy to, to have that weekend off. Um, and I, I think that, that may have helped us out towards the back end of the game when we're a little bit fresher and, um, and sort of felt as though we were, we were gaining momentum and, and going over the top of them. Big interchange, Liam Hampson coming on. He set up the first try, then Trey Fuller out of acting half, setting up the second, and then the, that try straight after half time. That 15-minute period, uh, critical part of the game, did you see that that way as well? Yeah, definitely. I thought um, the first half we, we weren't great. Um, and then to be coming in the sheds 12-10 up, um, and I, I think our completions uh, were at like 64% in the first half. It was like, how did we manage that? Um, <laughs> and then, then the sort of, okay, well, let's, let's, let's sort this out and uh, let's get back to what we do. And, and we did that in the, you know, come, when we came out of the sheds at halftime. And, um, yeah, sort of we, we attacked them right from the, from the start of that second half. It was a very physical game, mate. How did the boys pull up? Yeah, they're all good. Um, there was a, a few bumps and bruises, which you expect in a in a prelim final, and especially against Burley, who who are um, they're a physical team. You know, they've, they've been one of the standouts all year, so we knew it was going to be physical. But we had to play that way. That was um, that that that's sort of what you know we knew it was coming. So, um, but I thought um, I thought we we handled that physical side of the game really well, and um, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're all good to go. So um, we've come through it and, and had a bit of recovery early on in the week, and and we'll knuckle down and we've knuckled down the training really well this week. Good to hear. And heading into the game this afternoon, have you noticed a change throughout the week or the last couple of weeks in in the players? Not so much approach, but uh, can you sense a, a list in intensity, a little bit of um, you know extra spark, extra you know lift in their step. Yeah, but perhaps a little bit. Um, we, you know, we, we try and keep it as routine as possible, and, um, and 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 the players get into some some good routines as well in in their preparation, and um, they work out you know what, what's working well for them. So um, yeah, it's it sort of goes with uh, with the time of the year, and it's a good it was a good time to be still playing and and training. There's a little bit of more warmth in the air, so you know it's semi final time and. Mm. Um, and then, uh, then of course, grand final time. 
What do you expect from Norths? What uh, what do you see as their strengths? Yeah, they've got some real smart, um, experienced players in important positions. Uh, I think uh, those players uh, within the spine, you know, with Tyson Gamble and and, uh, and Tyrone Robertson and Jack Ahern, they've um, they've got a lot of experience in any big games too. So um, a lot of a lot of what they they do um, revolves around. Um, you know them and and, uh, and and how they go about attacking the game. So um, yeah, they're a, they're a skillful team, and um, yeah, so that that's uh, that's an important part, I would think, of what uh, how they go about it. The first ten to fifteen minutes this afternoon. What do you want to see from your side to give you confidence that uh, you know the right Dolphins team has turned up? Yeah, just. Just doing what we do, um, you know, like with uh, with the, the physical side of the game and and building building our game, I think is uh, is, is really important. Um, you know, everyone sort of getting involved and getting an early early touch in in these sort of games is, is important, and then sort of settling into into the rhythm of it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking at uh, at starting touch a little bit better than, than what we did last week. How important is the interchange and when you make those interchanges, Scott, particularly, you know, as I mentioned, when Liam Hampson came on, uh, he created something straight away. But is there a mindset of a certain time or do you get a feel or a, a flow of the game to make your changes? Uh, well, you have, we go into it with a bit of a plan. Um, sometimes that, that can change pretty quickly. Uh, you know, and, and you, you've got to sort of, and you, you're right there, you've got to get a feel of where the game's at. Um, and I sort of, sort of just sort of felt that um, we we needed to we needed some changes, maybe a little bit earlier on than than perhaps we, we normally do. And um, yeah, that's it's just a it's a it's a bit of a feel, but it's also you, you, you go in with a plan. But certainly in today's today's game, you've you've got to have plan A, B, and C uh, ready to go uh, in in case of uh, injury or whatever that might be. Playing at home um, at Morton Daly Stadium, even though it is a grand final, do you feel it gives you some sort of an advantage or some areas of, of advantage? Yeah, you'd be crazy if uh, if you didn't think otherwise. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're going to get a, a, a big... Uh, there's going to be a big crowd there. And um, with uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful rugby league community. They, they love footy. They love the Dolphins. You know, so um, for us, it's um, yeah, it's a it's a real added bonus. It's it's not something we necessarily have spoken about, but it's it's there for us, um, and uh, it's an exciting time within the obviously within Redcliffe and and the Peninsula, um, and I think it sort of all adds to what uh, what's going to happen today. And routine as well, Scott. Is that for, you know the fact that you know you're you're coming, you know where you're going to play or whatever it may be, sitting in the same rooms and and meeting the same faces and everything. That familiarity is that uh, a part of that advantage you get? Yeah, it is most definitely. It is you know like um, it, it's our home. You know we we're we're there three and four times a week. Um, you know so for us it's 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 where we're comfortable. It, it's where you know we, you know we we feel quite safe, and um, you know we we love playing at home. Um, so for us, it's it's obviously um, it's it's a great opportunity, but you know we, we've got to go out and make it happen. It doesn't just do it for us. Um, but there's a lot of hard work involved. 
Do you wake up grand final day feeling any different to waking up any other day? Oh, yeah, you'd probably be crazy if you didn't. Um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it doesn't come around all that often, and you know, so you've got to, um, you, you certainly, like, we're, we're confident as a as a group, we're confident as a staff that, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've done the right things, you know, with, uh, with our processes, and, and we've got to trust that, um, and I think that's a big thing, is the players trust it, and, um yeah, so in, in that regards, like we're, we're we're comfortable where we're sitting, but we've just uh, yeah just got to go and make it happen. Mate, really appreciate your time on game day, particularly grand final day. Uh, all the very best. It should be a cracking game. Uh, we'll be on air from three o'clock, so I'll see you out at Morton Daly Stadium this afternoon uh, for the Host Plus Cup grand final. Good luck. Thanks, mate. Have a great call. Thanks, mate. There he is, Scott Murray, the coach of the Redcliffe Dolphins, taking on Norths. In the grand final, after the break, we'll hear from Jack O'Hearn, who was the fullback for the North Devils earlier in the week. Uh, Pat Neal's caught up with him on the breakfast show, so we'll hear what Jack O'Hearn has to say from the North's side of the camp on the Host Plus Cup show on grand final day 2022. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Yeah, welcome back. Grand final day. It is the Redcliffe Dolphins taking on the North Devils. And uh, earlier in the week, I think it was on Thursday morning, Patton Heels caught up with the co-captain of the North Devils, Jack O'Hearn, to find out how things have been travelling at Bishop Park heading into the grand final. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, no, not so much. Uh, more, more excitement. A um, bit more uh, know what to expect uh, second time around. So looking forward to Saturday. Mate, will they know what to expect from you Jack, you, you interchange a bit, don't you? Fullback, halfback, you get into dummy half a bit. What What's it to be? As a former Dolphin, uh, you're now up against them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my, my role kind of doesn't change which number I have on my back. I've um, just got to do what I what I do for the team and, um, you know, hopefully everyone benefits from that. So I'm um, looking forward to taking on Redcliffe at Redcliffe. I'm sure it will be... A lot of red in the stand, so a bit of a hostile crowd should be good fun. Yeah, they they beat you twice this year. Were there valid reasons for that? Um, the, the first time was at, we played at Bishop Park, it was a field goal, and then the second time over at Redcliffe, they they touched us up a bit um, in the middle of the season. We had a bit of a, a low point, but we've learnt from them, and I'm um, looking forward to the challenge on Saturday. Now, you've got a bit of a Broncos feel about these halves, haven't you, with Tyson Gamble and Tyrone Roberts? Uh, and Tyson, yeah, that, Tyson's playing pretty well, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He, he's come back um, full of energy and he's, he's excited. He's a competitor. We've seen that when he pulls on the Broncos jersey. He gives his all. He competes on every play. And um, and, and we love that about him. He needs to do that on Saturday for us. So he's he's really excited. He's a Redcliffe junior too. So he's raring to get is out he? on the field. Yeah, well, I think you've summed it up there. He is very excitable, isn't he, mate? He, he pushes the envelope at times, but I think we love watching him play. <laughs> yeah, he does. He knows how to get under people's skins, but <laughs> that just adds fuel to his fire. <laughs> well, it was Tyrone Roberts that had an impact in last year's final. and uh, Is that right? Yeah, 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 he uh, yeah scored a try himself. Um, yeah, cool, calm, and collected. Tyrone is. It's good to have him steer the ship. And Ty- and Tyson Gamble, did he play for South Logan last year? No, he, he was he was with us okay. um, when he wasn't playing for the Broncos. Um, but he he played mostly for for the Bronx last year. Yeah, um, we've seen him more more this season. Yeah. 
So where are you going to win this one, Jack? Oh, that's... Uh, we've got to score more points than them, I think. But um, <laughs> they've, they've got uh, <laughs> they've, they've got threats all over, you know, on both edges, and, and especially their, their fullback at the back as well. So we have to contain, you know, their big middles and, and their strike weapons out wide, and, and especially Trey Fuller at the back. Yes, right. And and you have the ability to win one late if you stay in touch. You got my burly bears that way, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we've. Uh, <laughs> Got a few games this year, and yeah, if we pit Burley uh, yeah, three weeks or so ago in the in the semi first semi final, um, yeah, if we you know hold them the ball and 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 stay in it for eighty, we know we can you know come home at the end and score score a try or two when we need it. You're coming home with a wet sail because you mentioned there, there was just a little mid season slump, and of course Rowan Smith leaving. There's been a couple of mitigating factors. Yeah, that's right. We yeah we had Roe leave, and we had a couple of players also, you know, go to other clubs for opportunities. Um, Bryce Donovan, who's actually in the Redcliffe side this week, he's one of them as well. But yeah, we had a bit of a low point. You know, we had a few injuries as a squad. Um, we're pretty stretched there. At a few stages, we had two backs on the bench, um, so we're pretty stretched. But we we stuck together and uh, we took the losses for what they were. Uh, you know, like learning opportunities, and you know we've come back, especially after that country round and. Um, got got some troops back from injury, especially Kieran Mosley, and we kind of started flowing from that point on. Yeah, you've certainly flowed. Um, I want to talk more on a personal level with you, Jack. It's fantastic to have you here and, and to hear you talking about learning opportunities because you work with youth yep. in all different areas and you're a chaplain. Um, you know, is much of your work around the pressure of football aspirations? Uh, am I still striving to be no in and the NRL? Or dealing with you know you know elite juniors that are you know got these expectations and and hopes and anxieties about will they make it? Mm, yeah, it is a um, it's a tough industry to be a part of, and and sadly it's a, it's a growing industry. Um, there's yes. more need for for kids with help, you know, every day. Sadly, um, but yeah. Um, the kids really, you know, look up to, um, you know, people like in sport, especially um, something they can relate to. Um, and yeah, I try to be that positive role model for them. Yeah. Um, and I've, I listened to the 20 questions thing that's online with you <laughs> and the QRL. Yeah. I think it was from 2019. Um, and it was a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. You're a big basketball fan. Eh? Does it throw you when Russell Westbrook, he, he changes franchises? Yeah, I'm off him now. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you went off him, but you're still with Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I just it's just a fan of the game now. Just yeah. yeah, when he he left Oklahoma and teamed up with James Harden, I was like, oh no, nah, I'm done with being Russell Westbrook. Yeah, okay. yeah, good answer, good answer. And and I, I, you know, you mentioned there, there's there's more, uh, probably a regret you didn't probably train hard enough as a kid or work hard enough early doors. Did it did it all come easy to you, your athleticism? Um, yeah, I always had to work hard. Um, I was fortunate enough to go through the, the Canberra system when I was, you know, from when I was 15, 16 years old and did two years full time with the Raiders, but it was, um, an honest, honest assessment. I probably wasn't ready then, but like maturity wise with, with the game itself. Um, so, you know, and especially the last, since I come to North, uh, Rose helped me in that area, you know, expand my, my mindset and my growth in, in that and that, and I feel like I'm playing, you know, the best footy of my life in the past three seasons or so. Yeah, unreal. 
Very, very good, mate. And uh, I wish you well for the weekend. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah, so, that. Sorry about that, Jack. He's gone all 60 minutes on yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> mate, he's, he's exactly what we need. He's, he's put you on the couch this morning. Fair dinkum. <laughs> Yell out if you need to come to Burley. I, <laughs> yeah, I knew it would come down to that. There'd be a Burley mention there somewhere. Hey, Jack, <laughs> thanks for chatting to us today, mate. Really appreciate your time. Big, big day on Saturday out there at uh, Morton Daly Stadium. Dolphins v the North Devils. They are the defending champs. That's our co-captain, Jack Ahern, joining us. He's trying to go back-to-back. And uh, as we said, there's uh, quite a deal of Broncos interest as well and Dolphins interest. As well, with both teams uh, starting up, well, with the uh, Dolphins starting up next year, I think uh, I think you might see W Bennett hidden away in the crowd oh, somewhere, won't you? Potentially, I think so. <laughs> Uncle Wayne will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right, mate. Best of luck. Yeah, Jack Ahern, the co-captain of the North Devils, chatting with Patton Hills earlier in the week on their breakfast show. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the program the West Panthers. Too good for Wynnum Juniors and winning the Brisbane Rugby League A Grade Grand Final. Twenty-one undefeated matches this year for the Panthers. Last week, we spoke to Craig Ingebrigtsen in the lead-up to the grand final. Well, here's what he and his son, co-coach Ty, had to say at Kukurai after their success last Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's probably doubly special. It's um, special because we've won, and then doing it with my son, it's um, amazing. I'm just so proud of him and what he's achieved and what he's going to achieve is, is something special. So to probably do it with him today is just something that you... You know, you dream of, hey, and when we, when we sat down and thought about this, we never thought about winning a grand final, you know. You never you never think about that, but, yeah, I'm probably <laughs> getting a little bit emotional, but, you know, he's done a great job. I love him and so happy to do it with him, you know. Uh, you can do it yourself, but to do it with him is just amazingly special. Ty, obviously, gone through the entire season undefeated. What was the big message today? I think um, just making sure that we continue to do what we've been doing all year. We didn't want to change too much, and um, in these kind of games, sometimes you can go into your shell. Um, we just wanted to play our footy, which has been our West style all year, and which has obviously got us the 19 wins. And we knew if we did that well, we'd, we'd have a good chance to um, win the win the game. And, and we played really good football today, and it's um, been a great day. Well done to the Panthers uh, premiers in the Brisbane Rugby League A grade. A break after the break, we'll come and wrap up the show and the season with Nathan Cross. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Grand final day. It is the Dolphins up against Norths. And this is our final segment of the Host Plus Cup Show for the year. Fitting it is grand final day. And Nathan Cross will be joining me in a few hours at Morton Daly Stadium for the grand final. He joins me now on the Host Plus Cup Show. Morning, mate. How are you? Morning, mate. I'm well. How are you going? I'm good. Looking forward to this afternoon. And we've had Dave Maiden on earlier in the day giving his thoughts. Uh, we've had the coach of Redcliffe and the co-captain of Norths. I don't know how to split them. And maybe if I have to split them, and I don't know whether I even have to split them. But Redcliffe slight with the home ground advantage. But, geez, they're, they've both got so many ways they can win this game, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. You, you do tend to lean slightly towards Redcliffe with that home ground advantage, don't you? But looking through both teams and, and a lot of those positions even themselves out, you know, you look at a guy like Big Val Tavare in the centres, such a dominant player and strike weapon on their left edge. But the, the Devils have got great centres and defensive centres in Gagan and Broadhurst. So everywhere you look across the park, it, it, there's a really good matchup. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting game this afternoon. Your thoughts, uh, first of all, now that you've had uh, a week to dissect Redcliffe's performance, what did you like the most about their win over Burley? 
I love the way they hung in there against Burley, particularly early on. Of course, we called that game and, and Burley really jumped out of the blocks 10-0 early and really looked to be on top. And, and then it was their bench, the Redcliffe Dolphins bench, particularly Liam Hampson. We spoke about him a number of times coming off the bench and he changed the game, in my opinion. That it really He tilted it way back towards Redcliffe's favour and I think... If I look at both benches, I think that the uh, the Dolphins have got a distinct advantage in their bench over the Devils, and I think I think that's where it'll be won on the weekend. Uh, sorry, on this afternoon, I think it'll be really when Hampson comes on, Jackson Fry, Ben King was good when he came on, and I think they've got a clear advantage over the North bench. And I think if North are going to win, North have got to start well this afternoon and really jump out of the blocks because I think the Dolphins will really be show their, their dominance through that middle third of the game. Yeah. Uh, do you still think, and, I, you know, maybe being hypercritical here, we spoke about it during the call, that they did still at times look a little bit disjointed with Dejan Arce coming in at halfback, Cameron Cullen missing out, and they've, they've named Arce at uh, halfback again on, on this afternoon, um, that they still have got room for improvement there, Redcliffe. They can play better, I think, than they did last week in that area. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. I think um, Arcee was a real contributing factor when they went on that run midway through the year. But I think he's spent a couple of weeks out now. And when he came back, they did. They looked a bit clunky, particularly. I thought at times he should have passed um, when he ran and he, and he should have run when he passed. And I think, um, you know, Cullen's been named on that extended reserves list. And it will be interesting to see what the Dolphins do. Do they, do they roll the dice with Cullen? in a grand final, given his background and his strong links to the club over a long period of time? Or do they go with uh, the young man, Dejan Arce? That'll, I guess, we'll find out later this afternoon when the, the final team list comes through. But Arce will need to be a little bit better in his decision-making because we know the Devils, they're just in sync. They're, they're a team that's played so much footy together. They know each other's games like the back of their hand. And if the game's close with 10 or 15 minutes to go, I'll probably lean back towards the Devils because they've done the job before and they've got so much class and they can score points quickly. So I think for the Dolphins to win this afternoon, they need to get the job done in the first 60 minutes and then defend like their lives depend on it in the last 20. So how, how important is or does it play any role the fact that Norsk were here this time last year and have that experience? Jack Ahern earlier in the program uh, when speaking with Patton Hills, he did say that there is an advantage there that they've been through this just a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. You can't underestimate how big that is because when you get deep in the trenches and you've got fatigue and we've got a hot day here today, it's meant to get to, I think, 27 or 28 later on this afternoon. When the time gets... When they get going and the time gets tough and you're in the trenches and the game's on the line you can fall back on that experience of last year. And I think that's where the Dolphins, have, uh, sorry, the Devils have got the advantage. But I do worry for the Devils' sake that if they are behind, um, then maybe it's a bridge too far. They'll need to stay in close contact with the Dolphins um, because, you know, like I said earlier, when Hampson comes on and, and Jackson Fry and these guys, I, I feel they've got a clear advantage over the North bench. So they'll just need to remain within striking distance. They might have an advantage there, but do you see that potentially there's an advantage for the Devils in their halves in particular with Tyson Gamble um, and also Tyrone Roberts having played NRL this year up against Arcee, of course, played for the Warriors and Bryce Donovan, who himself is a former Devil. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they've got the distinct class advantage, the Devils, and particularly like Jack Hearns, one of my favourite players to watch, and Tyrone Roberts is outstanding, had a great uh, long NRL career, and, and Gamble, we've seen what he's done for the Broncos the past few years. So they do have the class advantage, and then you've got a guy like Braden McGrady on the wing that a line. He can come up with some of that magic that I've personally seen for the Tweed Seagulls for a number of years, that he can win you a game, and in this case, win you a premiership if they're close enough. So I think it's important that Gamble, particularly at home, get their, their team around, stay within striking distance, because if it is close at the end, like I said, the class to, to get them home. Just losing your phone there a little bit, mate, but... Um... Defensively, they've been really good the last few weeks as they've turned their season around. It's it's ironic. Both of these teams have had a, a real form slump at various stages. As we've mentioned, the Dolphins, they lost five of their first six and then um, were able to go on a 15-game undefeated run, uh, whereas North started strongly. They changed coaches. They lost a lot of players during the year with injury or changing clubs as well. But they've found some form at the back end of the year. And talking earlier with Dave, I mentioned that Michael Crutcher from North had told me a lot of that their success of late has been on the back of their defence. And at this time of year, that's critical, isn't it? It certainly is. It's everything. And I think last week against the Sunshine Coast Falcons in that semi-final, it was their defence that really got them home. I see that the Falcons had a heap of attacking sets against the Devils' line to try to get themselves back into that game. And the Devils were too good. They kept repelling the Sunny Coast attack. So... They'll be up for this this afternoon, the Devils. It's it's a big game. It's a toss of a coin, but if you have to ask me, I'm probably leaning slightly towards the Dolphins. Yeah, it's it's going to be um, hard to slip. And I, I just think that home ground advantage, uh, you know, plays a part there. But then you start telling yourself that that could be an advantage. Liam Hampson coming off the bench is great. Trey Fuller uh, creates, obviously, uh, Valence Tavare in the centres is that X factor as well. But then you look on the other side of the, the field at Norse, the experience that they have, that NRL experience, counts a lot, I think, in these sorts of games at that, you know, that second-tier level, if for want of a better term. Uh, and you just hope, uh, if you're a Norse supporter, that guy, someone like a Tyson Gamble doesn't get overexcited, doesn't lose track of the fact that this is a grand final. And, and while he has this reputation and he can bait the opposition, that sometimes it can go a little bit too far. Yeah, it can. And we saw last week with the Dolphins and, and the Burley Bears, you know, a little bit of nitpicking and a bit of niggle and, and guys like Hampson and Pat Politoni sort of ended up in the sin bin. So... If Gamble gets caught up in that sort of nonsense, then he could find himself sitting down for 10 minutes, which could ultimately cost the Devils a premiership. So you're right. And that's where exactly what you said, Mark, having those guys with NRL experience is so critical in these big games. And I think the other thing that we probably haven't mentioned is quite often you see in grand finals that, that something big happens. Like they might a player might go down early or, or there could be someone spend some time in the sin bin or... You know, there's a key injury or there's a there's a bad call and it can sort of tilt the, the game in someone's favour. So, of course, we hope none of that happens, but you do often see it. You can do all the planning in the world, but you've got to have sort of plan B, C and D on grand final day. And, um, yeah, who can handle that the best? Now, I'm going to put you on the spot here and you deservedly put on the spot being one of uh, my experts this afternoon. You've gone the Dolphins, okay, so you're just thinking the Dolphins might have the edge. What about a Duncan Hall medalist, the best player on the park this afternoon? If you had to give me one, who do you reckon it might be? 
I'm going to go Trey Fuller. I think he's so important for the Dolphins. We've seen what he can do in attack. We saw glimpses of his defense last week and sort of coming up into that line and, and making key tackles when he needs to. So, yeah, if I need to put a tip in there, I'll go with the, the uh, elusive number one for the Dolphins, Trey Fuller. Right. Well, I've changed my mind about four times during our chat and maybe a half a dozen times <laughs> on top of that during the whole show. I think I'm going to go Norse. I just think that the experience uh, of last year's grand final um, and the fact that the halves uh, are so critical and I think at this level they're so good. I think Norths just, and I reckon Tyrone Roberts will be my Duncan Hall medalist for the best player in the park in the Host Plus Cup Grand Final. Time will tell, mate. One of us will be right, winner-wise, um, and we might both be wrong with regards to the medalist. That's right. Well, I reckon if the Devils win, geez, Tyrone Roberts will be hard to go past. So, um, look, good luck to both teams. They deserve you know, their spot in the big game here this afternoon, and, gee, I can't wait. Mate, look forward to seeing you out there. It should be a cracking afternoon. I'll let you go and get ready, and I'll see you on air at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So uh, look forward to catching up with you then and calling what should be a cracking grand final. And also, thanks for your contribution throughout the year on this Host Plus Cup show. Pleasure, mate. It's been a really enjoyable season, and, uh, yeah, great work alongside you. So, mate, I'll see you in a few hours. Good on you, mate. There is Nathan Cross, who is uh, one of my co-commentators this afternoon, along with Ryan Hansen. Hopefully Ryan's okay. <laughs> He's feeling better than he was last week. So uh, we'll see those two boys out there this afternoon to call all the action. The Dolphins up against the Norse Devils. That's all we have time for. Thanks very much for your company, not only today, but throughout the year for the Host Plus Cup show. It's been a great ride and we're finally at the end. Norths and Redcliffe this afternoon in the Host Plus Cup Grand Final. Look forward to your company from three. Stand up and cheer for Norths again this year. Fitness gives them zing. How to do their thing Constant training Will keep them on their toes Show those crowds What they know Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.